Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode is going to be all about the upcoming Virgo full moon. That's going to be happening next Saturday on February 24th. So this episode is going to be all about what we can expect for the buildup and what is going to be happening for this Virgo full moon because I already have the Pisces season episode out. I released that last week because we are going to be seeing the sun move into Pisces late tonight. So before I go into this episode, just some announcements. Just want to still like say I'm pausing readings for now. I have some that I'm still finishing up just because I was doing reflecting this morning and ever since Pluto moved into Aquarius on January 20th, it has just like altered my world and as a Virgo Aquarius is my sixth house so I'm like of course this is gonna happen and just like shake up my schedule my routine my just sixth house world has been shaken up and I just have not been able to give the amount of time to the readings that I've already like been doing like I'm so behind on those and I feel so bad but they are getting done eventually like in the next couple weeks it's just been such a weird just just a weird time for me with this Pluto and Aquarius and I was thinking about this and this is just especially with us being in, like in the last day of Aquarius season this is just a little Aquarius reflection it's like this is about us trying just new ways of doing things experimenting and just finding new weird ways out of these weird situations because I know I'm not the only one who's been experiencing just like out of this world just really weird bizarre situations ever since Pluto moved into Aquarius January 20th and I encourage you like do reflecting of your own because it's almost been a month now that we've been experiencing this energy and maybe you've noticed that weird stuff's come up out of nowhere but you found weird ways to get through it and it's just it's definitely keeping us on our toes and it's very Uranian energy at its best too like definitely more Uranian than we're feeling the Saturn flavor right now because Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn Uranus but I definitely feel we're getting more of the Uranian flavor right now and especially because like in the last week before I even go into this week's episode like all the details for the astrology last week we had Mars and Venus both enter into Aquarius and we saw them conjunct Pluto and Aquarius that was the first time that we ever saw Mars and Venus meet up with Pluto and Aquarius since the late 1700s so we've definitely been getting like this new sensation of energy as well that's really just challenging us all to integrate and really work on this new Aquarius energy and really step into our own uniqueness and especially since we have Chiron and the North Node they're going to be exact in their conjunction tomorrow and that has been really helping us just continue to shed these old victim layers those old like layers of our identity our ego wounds and really helping us just step into and own our uniqueness on a much deeper level so I really feel this Aquarius season too just to give like this little reflection and I know started with an announcement about me pausing readings and now I'm talking about Aquarius because that's just where this is going right now but just this Aquarius season has definitely been very interesting since this was the first Aquarius season for us all that had Pluto and Aquarius especially since we saw 
the Sun conjunct Pluto in Capricorn and then they both moved into Aquarius together so we've got like this whole like it was very was a very Pluto heavy Aquarius season but I don't think that's a bad thing because I really feel too that it was really helping us just shed these last 15 years with Pluto and Capricorn and it's just showing us like Pluto and Capricorn's pretty much over yeah we're gonna get it September 1st through November 19th so we're gonna get the the Pluto and Capricorn comeback tour like their farewell tour but really this is about us just integrating a new way of being a new way of doing things and it just it makes me think of like how a lot of people are like especially just in these last couple years like with the pandemic and everything like when are we getting back to normal I want to get back to normal well I'm sorry to break it to you but with Pluto and Aquarius we are never getting back to normal because that was Pluto and Capricorn. That was the old way of living. That was the old structures. So now with Pluto and Aquarius, this is about us building and creating new structures, new ways of doing things. This is about us being innovative, creative, experimenting, really thinking outside of the box and honoring our own unique energy too. So this is really about us just trying new different things, experimenting, and just figuring out what works. Because maybe like the first couple experiments may not work, but you're never going to know until you try. So this is the time, especially since we just saw Venus and Mars both meet up with Pluto and then Venus and Mars are going to conjunct this week in Aquarius together. So very interesting energy that we have going on here for just like this tail end of Aquarius season, especially since we've had like five planets in Aquarius since Venus moved into Aquarius on Friday. So a lot of air energy as well that's just really helping us just continue to intellectualize and just really great time for brainstorming and get our creative gears flowing and figuring out, okay, these are the new like ideas, the perspectives. This is how I can shift my perspective. These are the new like things that I want to continue working forward towards and this is what I don't want anymore because we have the moon in Gemini still we have the moon finishing up in Gemini today and we are going to see that square over to Neptune so that's just helping us figure out okay well maybe I've fallen for some illusion spells here propaganda spells this is helping us just break out of that so kind of like a long like announcement but then it was just kind of like a transition into astrology recap for Aquarius season so Thanks for bearing with all that, but now let me just go in to the astrology dates for this week, and then we'll talk about the Virgo full moon. So I'm recording this on February 18th, and we still have the moon in Gemini, and the moon will enter Cancer at 10.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so at 7.25 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and then the sun moves in to Pisces about a little less than an hour after the moon enters Cancer. So the sun ingresses into Pisces at 11.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8.13 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So then we'll have a little more water energy in the mix here since we'll have that moon in Cancer. The moon will be at home in Cancer, and then the sun will be ingressing into Pisces late tonight. So we will get a nice little like sun-moon trine going on when the sun transitions into Pisces and I've noticed that lately like the last few like zodiac transitions like when we moved into Aquarius when we moved into Capricorn we had like this nice sun moon trine going on so I feel like we've had some nice like transitions into these zod like these new zodiac signs just like on these cusp days so I just I find that a little interesting there 
just wanted to throw that out there. But on February 19th, which is Monday, we still have that Cancer moon. We'll have the Pisces sun. And then tomorrow is when we have that Chiron conjunct the North Node exactly. We've been in the buildup for it. I've been talking a lot about this Chiron Aries conjunct the North Node Aries. And this is really about us just shedding those old ego victimhood stories, stepping out of that, stepping out of all these identity layers and really just embracing our multifaceted unique nature. Because I love that we had all this Aquarius energy with this buildup because this was really helping us just step into our own uniqueness on that deeper level. And this is also about like sometimes there might be a sacrifice that we have to make or sometimes we might be working really hard and we may not like fully get what it is that we like that we want but really there's something even better in the long run so it's just about trusting the universe and having faith as well because february 20th which is tuesday we'll have the cancer moon sextile uranus we're still feeling that chiron conjunct the north node february 21st we'll have the moon in leo at 8:40 a.m February 22nd is when we have Venus conjunct Mars and Aquarius and February 23rd is when Mercury enters Pisces at 2:29 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and then that same day in the night time is when the moon enters into Virgo at 8:38 p.m. because Saturday February 24th at 7:30 a.m. is when we see the Virgo full moon apex and then we'll be seeing this full moon in trying to Jupiter like by a few degrees so that's what I want to talk about in this episode but before I even go into the Virgo full moon let me just talk about Venus conjunct Mars and Mercury entering Pisces so we have Venus conjunct Mars exactly on Thursday which is Jupiter day and this is happening in Aquarius and it's interesting that we're seeing this happen because, well, actually we'll kind of see it build up on Wednesday too. So actually Wednesday and Thursday is with this Venus conjunct, yeah, Venus conjunct Mars and Aquarius because the last time we saw this was a couple years ago and they met up in Aquarius a couple years ago, both Venus and Mars. And so when we see Venus and Mars meet up together, especially like to me, I always think of Venus and Mars as kind of like lovers like when I just think of like the Greek mythology because you have like Mars, Aries, and then you have Venus who is Aphrodite. And I always think of them just in my own head as just like coming together. And even though like Mars and Venus are very different, they can come together and bring like just a very beautiful understanding. It can be a very beautiful partnership. And so with Venus and Mars and Aquarius together, this is really showing us, okay, how can we blend these two together? Especially since they both met up with Pluto and Aquarius. And we haven't, like Venus and Mars haven't met up with Pluto and Aquarius since the late 1700s. So they were getting like a lot of downloads and revealing a lot of truth, doing a lot of digging. And so we went through the the Mars conjunct Pluto, the Venus conjunct Pluto and Aquarius. Maybe you noticed there was just a lot of intense, edgy, maybe even like nervous, anxious energy because maybe it was just pulling a lot of stuff up. Like it was very uprooting, I feel like, with the Mars and Venus conjunct Pluto and Aquarius. So now with Venus and Mars conjunct together and they're about six degrees away from Pluto. So we still have like a little bit of a Pluto flavor going on here. But to me, this is just showing us how can we up level our own passions, 
our own projects, our own relationships? How can we continue taking action in a new innovative way? Because if we just think of these two planets, so Mars deals with our ego identity center, it deals with how we take action, how we show up, how we manifest, and then Venus deals with our passions, our projects, relationships, money matters, financial matters, and Venus also deals with manifesting. Um, Something that I see like a lot of people like they always just think that Venus and Jupiter are for manifesting when Mars is also for manifesting and I think this transit with Mars conjunct Venus, Venus conjunct Mars and Aquarius, this one can really help us manifest and call in our own heart's desires, especially this is happening right before the full moon. So what is the old that we've been holding on to that's no longer serving us? What can we release, especially because a full moon? is a great time for releasing but with this venus conjunct mars and aquarius this is just showing us how can we continue to shift our perspective step outside of the box so we can continue manifesting and calling in our own heart's desires and making our own dreams come true so i really feel that this one can be really great for manifesting and just making things happen because it's one thing to just visualize what you want you have to take the action too that's why i love mars for manifesting because mars shows us how we can take action and how we can make things happen happen so with mars and aquarius it's all about being innovative and thinking outside of the box and experimenting and trying new things so if you're showing up every single day and just trying new things and experimenting even though you're not sure it's going to work the universe god sees that and they are going to reward you for that so it's all about showing up day after day even if you feel like you're not making any progress at all it's about showing up and just taking that consistent action because i feel like that's what a lot of people forget when it comes to manifesting i don't even know why i've like so-called to talk about manifesting right now but I've just really been seeing a lot of it and that's just like one of my own personal pet peeves it's like I see people talk about manifesting like on social media and it's like oh yeah I made six figures and I got this and I got that and I'm like yeah but you gotta talk about Mars motherfucker like it's all about Mars and how we take action and how we show up so that's why I really think this Venus conjunct Mars, especially when we just saw North Node conjunct Chiron and Aries, Chiron conjunct North Node and Aries. This is all about us stepping outside of these old identity layers, these old victim wounds, and rising above that and being like, I am my own courageous, independent person. I can make things happen on my own. I have everything I need with inside of me. It's just about trying something new, shifting my perspective, thinking outside of the box, getting a little Uranian there, and just kind of like, just like the nutty professor a little bit, but just not, not super bad there. Like we don't really don't want to go all the way down that rabbit hole of the nutty professor, but it's just about like experimenting and just trying some new stuff and just seeing what works. And then if it doesn't work, we're just going to keep trying until we find what works for us. Because with all this Aquarius energy that we had too, and this was really just helping us just step into a whole new world. Like I really feel that we've kind of, we're kind of shifting into a new world and a new way of being. And this Aquarius energy is like, okay, like what do you, what, like what do you want it to look like? It's almost like Plato. And we are like the creators and we have the Plato. So it's like whatever we want it to look like, whatever we want to make, we can do that. So it's just about getting our creative gears flowing and figuring out what we want it to look like. Then Mercury enters Pisces on February 23rd, February 22nd, depending on where you are in the world, because for the East Coast and pretty much the majority of the rest of the world, Mercury enters Pisces on February 23rd at 2.29 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you're on the Pacific Coast, then that'll be February 22nd at like, what, 11.29, 10.29 p.m. And so 
coming read Mercury and Pisces from the only astrology book you'll ever need. So Mercury and Pisces. Pisces is the sign of psychic revelation, and Mercury in this sign gives you a subtle and intuitive mind. There is an intriguing air of mystery about the way you think. You don't logically arrive at conclusions. You seem to get flashes of knowledge or sudden feelings that are not based on previous facts or circumstances. Sometimes you will make a pronouncement, and afterward you will say you will turn out to be true. You have accurate intuition as Mercury Piscean. You are imaginative and creative but you tend to lack self-confidence. At times, you appear timid or confused. You have deep sympathy and understanding for the foibles, failings, and follies of other people. In your own opinion, everyone, including a liar, has his own truth. You have such sensitivity to your environment that you cannot work or think straight when there is anything or anyone upsetting or jarring you. An apt image for Mercury and Pisces is the absent-minded professor. So when we get Mercury and Pisces, it's definitely going to be different energy than Mercury and Aquarius than what we've been used to for like the last couple of weeks with Mercury and Aquarius, very innovative, getting our gears flowing, just very, just heavy on the air too. So maybe you've just noticed that your thoughts have been going just a lot of different places and directions, but that's okay because with Mercury and Pisces, our mind can kind of slow down a little bit because Mercury does go into detriment fall here. Because Mercury is co like is the co-ruler of Gemini Virgo. So with Pisces being the opposite of Virgo and Mercury entering Pisces, Virgo's opposite, Mercury isn't very happy here. Mercury would much rather be in its home of Virgo. So when Mercury enters Pisces, that's why it's at fall detriment. But that's not a negative thing. And like if you have Mercury and Pisces in your birth chart, don't get down on yourself or be like, oh, wow, I'm fucked because I have Mercury and Pisces. No, Mercury and Pisces is actually a very beautiful thing. It's a very intuitive, psychic Mercury and it's very just in tune with the other worlds like the other dimensions the other realms and so I feel like just one like thing that Pisces Mercury has to work on is just really grounding into this physical reality and staying focused in this physical reality and it's not about getting lost in a Neptunian fantasy land because Pisces is co-ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. So with Mercury and Pisces, we can all definitely feel like maybe we're all more psychically in tuned and just a good time to really tune into your own intuition. So this is one where we can all really just go deep within and just figure out, okay, what has our intuition been telling us? Great time to work on our own psychic abilities more and really get in tune with those, kind of like a psychic tune-up too. And this is also like with Pisces being a mutable water sign, this is also about us going into our own emotional realm and figuring out, okay, where, where have I been out of balance with my own emotions? How can I continue to do this deep healing for my emotions, honor my emotions? So Mercury and Pisces is a very interesting Mercury. And it also has very good creative energy too. So this is also a great one to just continue to keep that creativity going. Because we still have a good amount of air energy that's helping us just keep our thoughts going, keep things going. So... Even though Mercury's in detriment here, we can still work with Mercury and Pisces to our advantage. So I just really want to make that emphasis that we can still use this all to our advantage with Mercury and Pisces. Definitely just putting a little more emphasis on our internal world, but really helping us just continue to get creative and like continue to figure out what it is that we want to build for our own dreams and really make that happen. So now that I've gone through like all this astrology now let me go through the Virgo full moon chart. 
So the Virgo full moon is apexing on February 24th, which is Saturday, Saturn's day at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Definitely check your time zones. This one is apexing at 5 degrees of Virgo. So the sun will be at 5 degrees of Pisces. And we're also seeing Mercury Pisces, Saturn and Pisces in the mix with this full moon. And before I go into all the chart details, let's just take a look at Virgo. And who better to give you the Virgo full moon horoscope than a Virgo? So what up? Alright, anyway, Virgo is a mutable earth sign. They are feminine energy. And Virgo is traditionally like ruled by the planet Mercury, but... Ever since we found Chiron back in the 1970s, it's also, like, astrologers, and I also, like, agree with this, that Chiron could be the ruler for Virgo. And I just wanted to throw that out there, because how interesting that we have been dealing with this North Node Chiron conjunction in Aries, and now we have this Virgo full moon. So I just thought that was a little interesting aspect, because just in, like, the last like 30 40 years there's been talk about Chiron being the true ruler of Virgo because Chiron has wounds and can get really caught up in like that perfectionism aspect and that's something that Virgo can get really tied up in too is just all that perfectionism because with Virgo being a mutable earth sign ruled by Mercury Chiron will say feminine energy they're the sixth house ruler so virgo it's all about like finding a way through the chaos they are the ones who can make order out of chaos it's like grounded action and transformation humble service and this is really about getting back in tune with nature and just really getting back in tune with your own roots and just like with how you want to show up and be of service to this world because it's interesting to me as well because this virgo full moon we have it opposing Mercury Pisces and Mercury is the ruler of Virgo so it's really like we have strong mercurial energy here as well helping us find the truth in a sea of lies is what I'm calling it because that's just really helping us just find our own truth and then like with Chiron conjunct the north known that's really about us just accepting who we are at a deep soul core level and showing up to give humble service but not giving all of it away. It's really about finding those healthy boundaries because we're also seeing that moon oppose Saturn and we're seeing like the Omer, we're getting ready to see that sun conjunct Saturn energy. So now I want to just go into the aspects with this full moon but this one just like with it being in Virgo this is really about us just finding order through the chaos and making like away through the chaos because I really feel like with all the Aquarius energy we had and now we're transitioning more into Pisces energy I just I feel like there was really like strong chaotic energy the last couple of weeks so I feel like this Virgo full moon is like the like the chaos coordinator we all need like that has become my nickname at my job is the chaos coordinator and I'm like that's such a Virgo like nickname too but I really feel like Virgo is the chaos coordinator because Virgo like just deals with the sixth house and sixth house deals with like your day-to-day environment work normal life to your schedule and so sometimes things can just go a little out of whack out of hand and so it's just being like that mercurial energy and just trying to think like new ways and making lists so like making lists is a great time writing things down because Virgo loves to like write down things make lists and so this is a great time to journal and just make lists too to help clear out your head maybe you've noticed your head is very cluttered 
But now let me go into the aspects for this Virgo full moon because with us being in a full moon as well, like this is a time to just continue shedding the old and what's no longer serving you. So this is also helping us just figure out what it is we need to shed because it's also like I love using the Virgo moon for like cleaning and purifying and just getting organized. Like I always try to clean my house whenever the moon is in Virgo, whether it's a full moon or not. So just throwing that out there too maybe like you're getting the urge to just clean things reorganize things that you can definitely use that virgo moon for your advantage there and because this like with this full moon too this is really highlighting the pisces virgo polarity access and to me like the the virgo moon virgo deals with like our present physical day reality and so this is about us just remembering like hey we're here on earth we are here for a specific mission. We're here to give humble service. But like all this Pisces energy that's opposing this moon, it's like, hey, well, we still want to have like a fun, cool, magical life. So this is about blending that mundane, present physical reality with like the magic, ethereal, spiritual, because we aren't just here to be boring and just have like a very boring life. It's also here to have excitement and to like engage with spirit, to engage with the ethereal realm and just about like blending that ethereal spirituality with your present day reality. So it's about blending those two and finding a good balance between those two realms and not just losing yourself in a Neptunian fantasy land and losing all sides of reality because with the moon opposed mercury so we're seeing virgo moon opposed mercury pisces this is definitely a time for us to sit and reflect with all of our thoughts and a great time for making a list journaling if that's your vibe or even if you just like speak it into your phone like as an audio note whatever it is that you want to do whatever you feel called for but with mercury like with this moon opposed mercury really helping us just gain further clarity and insight into our own mind and figure out, okay, these are like the new things that I want to continue working on and moving forward with. And also just like make sure that you're not like super like, you don't want to be like overconfident in like your messaging right now. Like this is just a time to take that step back and just reflect and figure out, okay, this is really what's been working for me. Maybe I can start like messaging in a different way. Great time to check in with intuition too. Also, with moon opposed Mercury, definitely, like, be aware, like, if you're, like, speaking with someone or just, like, like, have a meeting with people, definitely just be aware of, like, how you're speaking and your tone with people because this is also where just, like, misunderstandings can occur. So, definitely, just, like, definitely think before you speak there because we're also seeing the Virgo moon in trying to Jupiter Taurus. We're seeing that within, like, a five-degree orb. So, this is also bringing some good positive energy and really helping us just ground into our physical reality with that Virgo moon trying over to Jupiter and Taurus, really helping us just anchor into our own worth, our own values, our own ideals, really getting clear on that and just really figuring out, okay, these are the desires, the values, the beliefs that I want to hold on to and work on. And then what are the ones that are no longer serving you? And a great time just to do something that really lights you up and makes you happy too. So good positive energy with that Virgo moon trining over to Jupiter Taurus. But we are seeing that Virgo moon starting to oppose Saturn and Pisces. So that's in a four degree orb of opposition. So we're kind of feeling like some strong moon opposed Saturn vibes. And that can also just bring up some challenges, some blocks, some frustrations. And 
that's why we can lean on that trine over to Jupiter because that trine to Jupiter, it's like, hey, like even though there's might be some blocks, some frustrations, like there's still like a silver lining, you can still be positive because with this moon opposed Saturn, it's like, okay, like there are some blocks, there are some frustrations. This is about just finding a different way through it and not giving up on yourself because this is just a little temporary thing and it can even maybe just bring up some weird emotional blocks and maybe it's just showing you those are the emotions that you need to work on right now because like Saturn and Pisces deals with boundaries where have we been sloppy how do we need to clean things up so this this moon opposed Saturn it's also showing us where we need to clean up certain areas too maybe we've been sloppy in certain areas and this is where we can really clean things up and get things in a better order because we're seeing the Pisces sun conjunct Mercury. And so with that Pisces sun conjunct Mercury, that's a good time just to really get your creative gears flowing. And I like that this is happening with the Virgo full moon because Virgos love to write journal. I mean, I love to write journal. And so this is just a great time to really just get those creative gears flowing and make it like a, do like a brain dump list and just like write down every idea that you have or type it out if you don't want to write or just like talk it out in your phone if you don't want to write or type, just find whatever works for you. And then if you don't like any of my ideas, that's fine too. Just come up with, I mean, we still have a good amount of Aquarius energy, so you can come up with something that really works for you because then we're starting to see that sun conjunct Saturn energy and we'll be seeing that exact in the next week. But with that sun conjunct Saturn, that's also just helping us figure out, okay, these are the projects that I really want to take with me moving forward. These are the ones that I really want to like hone in on and give more laser focus to because we didn't see the sun and like sun and Pisces meet up with Saturn Pisces last year. We had sun conjunct Saturn and Aquarius last year. So this will be the first time that we see sun conjunct Saturn and Pisces. And then there's quite a bit of like Mercury aspects going on. So we are seeing Mercury in a semi-square to Chiron. So I find it a little interesting, especially since I was just talking about how I think like Mercury and Chiron are both the rulers of Virgo. And then we're seeing Mercury in a semi-square to Chiron. And I want to read this interpretation from the chart program that I use. It says, is your imagination currently very active? You may not be aware of thinking or behaving any differently from usual, but the clues are likely to be there. Your subconscious mind is urging you to remember the past so that you can change your habits. Therefore, memories and dreams are strong right now. It is time to forgive and forget if you have been holding grudges. This does not mean that you need to expose yourself to further hurtful words or actions, but rather that you need to accept aspects of your life and adopt healthy and supporting attitudes. And then we're seeing it semi-square the North Node, so it's a great time just to really figure out, okay, well, where do I want to take my destiny next? What do I really want to take with me moving forward? Because with us being in a full moon, this is a period of releasing and shedding those old layers, especially since we just had Mars and Venus meet up with Pluto and Aquarius, and then Mars and Venus just had their conjunction in Aquarius. This is really about us just shedding all the old stuff, especially from those last 15 years with Pluto and Capricorn and figuring out what we want to take with us moving forward. So this Virgo full moon can really help us just get like really like organized and clear on where we want to take our own mission destiny work next. Almost done with going through all the aspects for this full moon chart because I've already talked about the Venus and Mars conjunction because they're about a, a degree apart from each other. So we're still kind of feeling that Venus Mars energy, very passionate energy too. I just want to add there. So can really help us just really engage with our passions again and maybe just kind of like reignite or re-electrify. Maybe we like kind of like lost a spark 
with one of our passions is kind of like re-electrify that and reignite it in a way too. Kind of like jumpstarting a car is what I'm getting the visual of. Like, so maybe like we've just kind of like felt like dead in one area. This is really helping us just like kind of give that jolt of life back to that battery area. But we are going to see Venus square Jupiter exactly with this full, with this full moon. And so, well, it's like, yeah, it's about a degree off, but so it's Venus Aquarius squaring over to Jupiter Taurus. And then we are going to see Mars square over to Jupiter next, which is very interesting there. But with Venus square Jupiter, this, I always like to give the caution, like definitely like be careful. You don't want to overdo it like with your social activities, because this is where we can feel like we have a little bit more energy than we really do. And it's okay to say no to certain areas too. So maybe like someone asks you to do something and you agree but then a couple days later you're just like you know what I'm just not feeling it anymore it's okay to say no so just be aware of just like all the social engagements you have because this is also where we can just maybe like kind of overindulge in certain areas too so it's not about overindulging in certain areas but it's just about finding that balance and then like with Venus Aquarius this is also about us just trying something new and shifting our perspective in those areas too because then we are seeing Venus make a semi-square to Neptune. So definitely just be careful of like not falling for any illusions or spells or lies when it comes to like the Venusian themes of relationships, people, but also can be a good time for just kind of like losing ourselves like in a nice little passion hobby because we also are starting to see venus trying over to the south node like it's like i would say about like six degrees off but we are starting to see that too and i like that this is happening with the full moon because like it's just helping us just continue to shed those old layers so where are those south node themes that are no longer serving you whether it's people pleasing losing yourself in certain relationships so that's really helping us out there too because then with mars in aquarius squaring over to jupiter taurus this is also where we can have a little more energy, but definitely be aware of like the areas that you commit to because you definitely don't want to overdo it and you don't want to overindulge in any of these areas too. But I'm going to leave it at that for the Virgo full moon aspects. Now I want to just pull a couple cards to see what comes through for this energy because I really feel this Virgo full moon, especially like this is the first Virgo full moon that has Pluto and Aquarius. So that's kind of a big deal there too. So that's also just really helping us just anchor into these Aquarian themes on a much deeper level. But I really feel that this one is really helping us just continue to find like a new order throughout all this new energy because we've had all this like Aquarian energy, Pluto and Aquarius. So this is helping us find order through the chaos, really helping us just get better organized and find further clarity through all of like these kind of murky waters right now. I'm pulling from the Wild Unknown tarot deck first, and I pulled Seven of Cups, and the key words are illusion, deception, and I was like, oh, this is very like Virgo, Moon, opposed Mercury, Pisces, and it says the Seven of Cups is not the most welcome card. It indicates you'll face temptation in many aspects of your life, whether it's cheating for pleasure or for money. You'll soon realize you've been building a house of cards. You may feel as though you can't see clearly, can't judge right from wrong or up from down. This is the spell of the Seven of Cups. It's best to remove yourself for a while, step back until you can see straight again. So Virgo, Moon, opposed Mercury, Pisces. Definitely about taking a step back so we can regain our thoughts and find further clarity. 
Now I am pulling from the secret oracle of the green witch, and I pulled the book of shadows. And it says the book of shadows is the witch's grimoire, where she writes down recipes, spells, and rituals, take notes on the passing of the seasons, the names of edible herbs, and natural remedies to cure the people and animals in the woods. This card relates to the organization and the ability to make the most of your own knowledge. If you pick this card, it means it is time to organize and transmit your knowledge to anyone looking to learn something new. Also very like Virgo like mercurial vibes to me as well so very virgo moon vibes too very in line with this virgo full moon that we have coming up especially since virgo's feminine earth energy immutable energy this is all about us just really like transforming and transmuting our own environment but also just taking like our own ideas and just getting reorganized too so I'm going to leave it at that for this episode, but ultimately like this Virgo full moon that we have, like that one is definitely going to be really helping us just find our way through the chaos, helping us find truth in a sea of lies. And I hope everyone has a good Virgo full moon because this one is definitely helping us just release a lot too. But until the next episode, I hope everyone has a great day, a great week and a great Virgo full moon. And I will talk with you all later.